Welcome to the Startup Tank Climate Investor Pitch Show, the premier online startup pitch contest where top climate tech and impact founders pitch VCs looking to fund world positive companies. If you're a founder looking for funding or a climate or impact investor interested in joining and investing alongside forward VCs, syndicate, and companies that move the world forward, please visit thestartuptank.com for more details and to apply. But now it's time to enter the tank. Phase donate. Uh, we are here to solve food, food poverty today through the S uh, social of your ESG. Uh, so let's concentrate on something we can tackle on and we can wrap our heads around it today. So our core values that drive this project of uh, our social enterprise is that transparency and efficiency together bring trust. So we are based in London. We are supported by UCL and uh, AWS and we got uh, legal support by Thomson Reuters Foundation. So. Uh, let me ask you some questions to start with this uh, with this idea. So, do you know how many people cannot afford to eat today in the UK? Well, it's a rhetorical question. It's about nine million people don't cannot afford to eat today in the UK, which is crazy. And in Europe, this number goes up to hundred million people. Now, given that we are talking to the US right now, who cares about Europe? Who cares about the UK? So I just found out that there are about 33 million people that cannot afford to eat in the US today. And about 5.1 million uh, in the US do not, uh, are str really struggling. And um, on the other side, we have food waste. So there are about 12 billion uh, of food waste that is wasted just by the retail sector in the UK today. And in Europe is about this number is astonishing is 165 million now retailers are getting better and better there are these sort of services but how can we help so uh, the last bit of information that is really drove this project forward was this so uh, charities are not very effective they're not very efficient so do you know how much they spend on fundraising and reporting it's something crazy like 30 percent of income so uh, and these two things are separate. So charities fundraise on one, one hand with the donation platforms, whatever you, you know about those, and then they report on the other end. So the delivery and the fundraising are two separate bits. And uh, why are we here today? Because we think we solve a problem. And uh, the problem we solve is that traditionally, donation platform lack transparency and impact reporting. So one person donates to a good cause, but then they don't know what happened with their money. So there is a, a kind of a preemptive trust uh, given to the charity before we know about their actions. And something along these lines was mentioned by this very controversial character that everyone knows, Elon Musk, which in uh, which a few months ago kind of had this conversation with the World Food Program saying, if you tell me how your donation, how the donation are spent exactly in this thread, I'll sell stocks to make it happen. And so uh, before this, actually, we started working on FaceDonate. So FaceDonate is a software, is a platform that shows the user impact of every donation. So you donate and uh, the charity, whoever gets the donation in order to use the donation, needs to tell us uh, what does with it. And this is can be compiled, so it can be aligned to sustainable development goals. And this is quite interesting, both for charities and for uh, corporate donors. So there's no cash in hand, it can only be redeemed in person, you can predefine goods or goals. And if we look at food waste, we reduce, uh, if we look at uh, food insecurity, we reduce food waste. How does it work in the context of food, uh, of food security? A donor choose a cause or a project and donate. Charity gets the money. 
They can allocate it through our software to a beneficiary, which then spends the money in the retail sector. Uh, the retailer gets extra revenue. We charge a fee to the retailer. Very clean and simple. This is something we're doing with Acne Food Bank, one of the largest uh, partners in the uh, biggest uh, UK food network of uh, food banks. So the charity gets a donation. They allocate it to individuals. The individuals go uh, with our uh, verified digital vouchers if you want to call them so and they are authenticating the system by taking a picture of themselves and then they pay using a qr code and the receipt is shared with donors which are then more stimulated to give again because knowing that we help philip or we help philip family makes us want to give again and knowing that uh, he didn't receive a box he didn't choose but he bought fruit and vegetables that he uh, wanted uh, makes us feel good again and this is again one single aspect of the plethora of project we are looking at, but food security is very understandable. So how uh, do we make money? Uh, we are uh, not a charity. We are business, a business for purpose and profit. So uh, we make money in three different ways. When uh, basically we take money out uh, at the, when the donation is spent. Uh, charities are very happy because we bring them extra revenue, mainly from donors they didn't have before. So donors that are looking for uh, impact monitoring, and they're happy to pay as a fee, which is way cheaper than what they usually pay for uh, fundraising and reporting costs. Retailers are very happy to work with us because not only they get extra footfall from the clients we bring them, so imagine a supermarket, but also they have a new way of fidelizing their current clients by asking them a donation, which for once uh, the person that gives will know how he spent and that money can be spent in their own shop. So we're working also, we're having conversation not only with food retailers, but also with the uh, computer PC world and uh, this kind of te technology suppliers. Why? Because uh, digital inclusion is another big trend uh, in the UK at the minute, and people seem to be willing to donate as long as they get feedback. Um, and uh, on top of this, corporates are happy to work with us because we make it simple for them to organize uh, employees giving program, uh, sponsorship and these kind of things. And they can choose uh, as many charities as they want to support uh, or one of our portfolio. Uh, and we provide them real time dashboards uh, with uh, uh, showing the impact they achieved on the numerous projects and they pay as a fee. Uh, our traction to date, so we invested zero on marketing. Uh, it's all bootstrapped. Uh, these numbers need to be changed because it's actually 55. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't uh, I checked our pre previous presentation before. It's 55,000 pounds that we collected over with 200 dollars over the last six months. We have uh, 100k committed in, uh, in grant committed in donation from a single donor to tackle the food security program, and we secure fees from both the charities and the retailers at this stage. Uh, we have a network of um, uh, partners, both in the corporate world and in the charity sector, not only looking at food security, but looking at disability, uh, children, um, uh, work inclusion, uh, woman inclusiveness, and so on and so forth. But also universities or large uh, foundation from, uh, from corporates. So, for example, Primavera, uh, that we recently um, signed up um, to, to use our software for their uh, employees giving program. Another big win of this month was that ACT, which is the housing association, uh, the umbrella under which the housing association in the UK 
um, work. So they manage about 3 million, 3.2 millions of houses in the UK, uh, social houses, and are very much willing to use our system to give a bit more to help the residents, uh, both shopping and paying for bills in this moment in which uh, electricity prices are going absolutely crazy. And to be honest, you know, uh, knowing that you pay the bill for a family in crisis makes you want to give again, not only give again uh, next Christmas, which seems to be the standard for a lot of people. Uh, where are we right now? Uh, we have done a plethora of pilots and we tested our MVP to find market fit. Um, right now, uh, we are working with about, we have about 20 open projects uh, with a number of corporates, both from micro sizes to big sizes, uh, namely Bosch uh, is one of our clients. Um, we are uh, we're looking to raise funding because we haven't, uh, we just, as, as again, we just bootstrapped to date. So with the funding, we will improve the uh, user experience of our platform and automate um, the onboarding and the, the, the dashboards, which are uh, now partially manual. Um, and in 18 months, we are looking to initiate FCA for e-money uh, in Europe and then maybe come to the US where the problem seems of homelessness and food security seems to be a thing. Uh, what are we asking for right now? We are uh, looking for exactly for investment to satisfy our pipeline so we're looking to sell about 20 percent of our business for about a million pounds uh, why because that will give us a runway of, of 18 months so uh, initially we discussed with mark uh, 500k of which we already um, have verbal agreement uh, for about 250,000 uh, pounds uh, from other investors so those 500k will give us uh, six to eight months runway uh, we have a bunch of people that love to use our system, so uh, very happy for you to look at our uh, YouTube videos or these kind of things that kind of show from the world of the users how this thing is working. Uh, another thing that is I'm very proud of is that people uh, that uh, are empowered with choice buy better things than what they receive uh, from charities, so they're healthier, they are fresher, they're not uh, pre-packed, and so uh, in the future, when this thing will be adopted by a plethora of people, we will reduce uh, overall uh, welfare cost by looking at uh, by improving the way people eat on top of uh, just giving them food. Who is us? Uh, it's me, uh, co-founder, and a bunch of amazing advisors from from Tom Morgan, ex uh, Accenture MD, to Kai Lockwood, uh, a CEO of a charity of a, a large trust and trust charity in the UK. Um, yeah. Uh, we've been mentioned by Forbes, by Thomson Reuters, by we won some awards. But yeah, that's this is us. Uh, we would like to make money and help people along the way, or maybe the other way around, help people and make some money along the way. Uh, any questions? Awesome. Thanks for the presentation, Alberto. Um, I'm sure that sure there's plenty of questions. My my first one is, why are you building this? Yeah, because I care about impact. And because I worked 10 years in the strategy sector, um, delivering mainly two kinds of things. So delivering um, economic models for social impact monitoring and uh, delivering growth strategies for large corporates. And uh, over the last five years, I've seen uh, that there is a trend and there is an increasing interest, as everyone's seen, for sustainability. Uh, they, E, so the environmental side of ESG seems to be the focus of today, but the social aspects of the S of the ESG 
seems something that is very difficult to manage, uh, that people are struggling to find a an effective, simple solution uh, to, to, to showcase their impact. And uh, therefore, I thought that this idea that started by giving a, uh, started by looking, by working with homelessness, homeless, uh, homeless people, by giving uh, the possibility to have a wallet on people's faces and then transformed into an enabling technology that uh, works with, um, as a social network and allows to, to trace each step of a donation from the donation from the time it's made to the time a charity receive it to any use that charity makes of it, I think could increase by five times through our calculation, the effectiveness of the charity sector, which is 400 billion pound sector a year. So it is, it's very yeah. big. How do you focus? That was my next question. There's so many different problems you could try to tackle homelessness, food, medicine, food. access, jobs, etc. How um, do you how do you stay focused and not uh, go every direction? That that is a that is a, I think is a ethical question or it's more of a concentration kind of thing. So uh, I luckily I have Alex in the team. So Alex keeps me focused. That's the reality <laughs> of the answer of this question, but there are two two key themes. So um, we stay focused in two manners. We found that the food security issue is a massive issue in the UK and there is a bit of traction and that we are following up on this traction. So we are in partnership, we have a partnership with the largest uh, food bank network in the UK and we're going down that, uh, that, uh, that line. Uh, on the other end, so we are offering uh, the food security team to the corporate, to our corporate donors. At the same time, we ask our corporate donors what they care about because it's very easy for us to bring another charity on board if they if we can offer few cases but then somebody else adds to it so this is what we've seen when uh, working with uh, uh, um, disability we have we are working with two disability charities at the minute we didn't bring them directly on board but uh, the corporates uh, that we approached uh, said uh, actually food security is not in our code but we're very interested in using this same technology to get more report or to get more data on the charities that we are supporting right now. And when we go to a charity saying, do you want some extra money? Uh, they are literally jumping for it. So uh, that's how we are building and structuring our, uh, our system. So you're really, you're really meant to be the enabler then. One, th one thing I've seen or one kind of question I would have is, I've seen a lot of blockchain for everything to save the world and do good by tracking and greatness so we can launch a token kind of thing. Why, why not on the blockchain? Why did you intentionally go the opposite route? So, it's a good question. Uh, there are a lot of products out there. Uh, I do think that for charity today still, uh, the cost of writing things on the blockchain is too high. So if we write a right line of code in blo the blockchain, but you are experts in this field, so correct me if I'm wrong, it still costs about 20p for a line of code written. So if we're talking about small donations and if we're talking about traceability, uh, what is the... Uh, the um, you know, uh, is there a value in writing things in the blockchain if we if we don't really need it to uh, to be as transparent as 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 in the blockchain? Uh, on the other side, we're using regular technologies, so we're using dollars and the fiat currencies because we do think that maybe in the future um, or in a few months' time, when we get to a to a bigger stage, it would not be a problem to integrate uh, a blockchain token. Uh, or a blockchain payment mechanism that we don't need to develop internally. 
and to add an extra level of uh, layer of security. But what we wanted to do so far is to make it easy for people to use the technology they know. So click and donate and to not overcomplicate things and to do something that we can manage between the two of us, uh, which are we and we are not blockchain experts. Yeah, and it's pretty good progress for two people. Bernard, do you have any questions on your side that you want to tell us? Basically, the, the, the friction you're trying to solve is uh, how to send the funds, uh, the time it takes to get this dispersed, um, how recipients are using them, right? Um, and uh, But it, why, why do you think your solution, uh, for example, is better than you know, providing the, the, the donors with a, providing the recipients of, of the donations with, with a, either like a digital debit card or something where they can, the donors can track and, and know exactly where the money's going. Um, and that can be scalable into a bunch of different use cases like the like universities, sports teams and, and, and universities. Um, and there's, there's companies already trying to tackle that problem and they've been pretty successful at, at it. Uh, I, it's, it's interesting what, what, what you're doing. And I, I, I really think there's, there's a, a, a lot of different verticals that it can expand to. And I, I'd like to understand better what roadmap you also have in plan ahead. So there are, uh, let, let me get it right. There are two, two questions you're asking here. Why not a physical card? That's the first question. Physical, physical or digital, yeah. And the second physical, the, the, is the fact that it's, you can, you know, so, some people are, are more, uh, are, are less uh, adaptive to technology and digital cards and other. So two, there are two, two, two bits of the, this answer. So the first answer, why not a digital card for two reasons? Because if we say we want to create the bank for, uh, for charity or the Monzo for charity, people look at us like we are crazy. And whereas if we say we are a donation platform uh, that provides this extra feature, they start to seem listening. In the reality of things, what we do provide is a digital payment mechanism. And can we say it today? Not really. Why? Because FCA and uh, uh, ESR regulation kind of <laughs> blocks us from saying we are a bank today. So what we sell, the, the legality of thing is we sell the feedback. So everybody is very, very much willing to sell the feedback. We're not a bank. We are a platform that sells feedback to donors. And this makes us legally, um, makes, us, makes it possible for us to operate legally uh, in the UK, in Europe, and in the US for now. In the future, or as soon as we get a little bit more funding and a little bit more traction, we will apply for FCA. And at that point, our story will be slightly different and will be, we offer a digital solution that enables uh, uh, transparent banking for charity or for charitable purposes. So I hope I answered your question. It's a question of roadmap. Uh, what can we sell in a specific moment in time without uh, having uh, problems with the regulator today? And again, it's a small team. Uh, so this is the solution we found today to make it viable. The second, uh, the second question on the roadmap, I hope I did answer partially your question at least. Uh, so it's a question of practicalities. Uh, the, the, second the second question is, uh, uh, what is our roadmap? So, so far, we have about 20 open projects to date. 
uh, we are looking or I'm looking to raise uh, to raise this money in order to hire the three people that have been helping us a little bit, mainly uh, a UX designer and an operation person and a full stack developer. Why? Because our technology has been built in a bedroom uh, and now there are a lot of people using it. So we have about 400 families using it for the food security problem. There are uh, about um, 15 charities using it for other different uh, causes, but mainly to raise money and to, uh, to show their donors what they, what they did with the money. Um, and we have uh, three large corporates that are looking to expand our use. The large corporates being Bosch in Germany. Bosch is a foundation on its own. So the Robert Bosch Foundation is one of the biggest foundations in the world, uh, which uh, has a turnover of about 78 million billion uh, euros per year. Their employees, uh, they, they count uh, about 400,000 employees globally. Their employees create a foundation that is called Primavera. And we are going to launch uh, our first project with Primavera from next month. Uh, their interest is to be able to support the charity they have globally uh, and to engage better their uh, employees' donors uh, in something more uh, entertaining, more uh, digital, more um, uh, appealing in that sense. So that's step one, uh, short term. Step two, short term, is uh, ACT. I mentioned this uh, housing association very large housing association. We need a little bit of more capacity in order to be able to serve their needs. We are gonna start with a large pilot next month, uh, probably in the Southeast of England. Um, and uh, that requires a dedicated person in order to be uh, fully, uh, fully established. Uh, as soon as we have that, we will have uh, the way in both on uh, uh, about 500 charities in the UK that are supported indirectly by ACT and by uh, about 100 large housing associations that together have a pool of 10 million pounds they use every year to support the residents. So that's one side of the picture. Second side is Bosch. On, this, on, the, uh, on the third side, we keep on running uh, our operation, our current operation, so there's uh, 20 active projects. Um, what do we want to do? Where do we want to get in six months? In six months, we want to, I want to complete this funding round because it's very stressful to me. Uh, it's not something I'm enjoying at all. I like operation and I like to deliver the strategy that, I, uh, that I'm thinking of. Uh, and I would like to be able to raise or, or to get about uh, 550,000 pounds in donation, um, uh, which we uh, would have charged about 10%, 10 to 15%, depending on the case, uh, depending how many people pay along the same um, uh, in six months time. At that point, we would have proven that our product is completely scalable. We can open, I can go back to Europe and open uh, and uh, start working from there at least a little bit. Uh, and we can tackle that, uh, that growth there. Um, in three years time, I would say that uh, we want to uh, become a tool of choice for corporates uh, giving program because we're very easy to use. And uh, we want to become uh, this foundation as a service aspiration that allows to track each individual charities or other foundation to track the impact of the giving. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's a great model. I know I personally only donate to Kiva because it's one of the few places you can see where there is tracking, there is accountability, and you do know that the money is going to where you want it to be. I can see this solving a major 
hurdle in the in the donations chain. We have one more question, um, and the, before we move on, and that's from Christoph. And Christoph at, wants to know um, how do you guys handle fraud, fake receipts, etc. And then while you while you're listening, listeners, we've got a community poll for you guys. Who's your favorite startup of the night so far? We've had four great companies present. Vote for your favorites. And of course, share it around. Now, Alberto, how do you guys handle fraud? So uh, there are different level of fraud, and uh, let's but let's take a st- uh, one second step step back. So let's consider a regular charity. So a regular charity keeps your data in a in a computer behind a desk, probably in a shed. Uh, you know, charity is not a big charity. You don't think about UNICEF. So you think about uh, the charity that UNICEF works on uh, in East London or in. Uh, uh, South America. So security there is very low. Um, the technology that we use enables the same level of security that any other AWS services use. So same as CIA, um, same same models, same softwares. Um, so once the information is in the system, the system is actually very secure. Uh, if you think about secure, uh, fraud uh, in the use of money or in the use of data or in the use of people using the money, um, there are two aspects to that. First of all, uh, the biometric recognition that we use um, to, uh, we don't vet recipients individually. We let charities uh, assign, uh, verify that people are entitled to a donation when the donation will go to that charity. So say you donate to Food Bank XYZ, Food Bank XYZ will make sure that uh, Bob um, under, uh, which is a person that they usually usually help, uh, is entitled to your donation. And at that point, we'll uh, make the transaction, we'll, uh, we'll take care of the, uh, of the funds uh, or make sure that the funds will reach Bob. Um, there are another aspect of, uh, of the fraud thing, uh, which is, uh, will Bob spend the money correctly? And the other, uh, the second aspect of this answer is, uh, we don't give money to Bob. We just pay the provider that Bob, Bob will use. So. And Bob will use our, uh, our his face donate uh, application on his phone to generate a QR code, to take a picture of himself, generate a QR code, and that will enable him to pay. Uh, so he cannot exchange the QR code when, with anyone else because he needs to self-verify before he can pay for what, is, what he needs. Uh, and uh, the supermarket with that will have to upload or will have to have integrated um, the receipt scanner so uh, you as a donor uh, or me as a donor will receive that bit of information. So yes, there is the possibility that there is collusion between the supermarket provider and Bob, but that uh, likelihood is very much limited because um, if we were to see um, the supermarket being uh, incredibly successful, so delivering to all the Bobs in the area, something that we cannot understand, we simply stop payments. Uh, this enables us also to prevent that Bob buys certain items. Say uh, a charity doesn't want Bob to drink alcohol or to use the money that uh, was located to, to him to buy lottery tickets or uh, scratch cards. Well, we simply input that as a, uh, in our contract. And then because we pay the provider or the retailer or the charity after they provided feedback, uh, we are able to see what has been provided and pay uh, just what uh, is deemed appropriate. 
Thanks for tuning in to another segment of The Startup Tank Climate Investor Pitch Show, presented by Forward VC. I'm your host, Matt Ward, serial founder, climate investor, and partner at Forward VC's Angel Syndicate, investing in companies that move the world forward. To learn more about me, download my free growth and fundraising guides, or to get help scaling your company, please visit mattward.io. If you're interested in pitching on a future segment of The Startup Tank, please visit thestartuptank.com. And if you're a credit investor interested in investing alongside us in top climate and impact companies that move the world forward, please visit forward.vc for more details and to apply.